Megan McKenna suffers huge cake fail after spending £45 on the most beautiful gluten-free sweet treats. Bruce Forsyth's sex confessions, roleplay, unstoppable libido and scandal. Jake Thurwall, Fathom's spot error as Little Mix Star celebrates passing driving test. Hello and welcome to Barely Contained, the celebrity journalism podcast which is just taking its new George Michael coin to the shop to buy a careless whisper. My name's Matt Withers and I'm joined, as ever, by Chris Beckett. Very good, Matt. Hello. <laughs> Little uh, George Michael coin joke to start the episode, Chris. Yeah, I mean, it'll be it'll be a moment in time. People will be like, where were you when that George Michael Royal Mail special edition coin came out? Yeah, I imagine it's probably uh, faded from relevance by the time that this podcast goes live, to be honest. But uh, but there you go. So that's one big celebrity story that's been setting the agenda for the first uh, springtime 2024 episode of Barely yeah. Contained. But there's plenty of other celebrity stories out there, Chris, and I was hoping that you might bring one to the party. Well, yes, I will, Matt. But uh, just before I do, remember, as George would say, listen without prejudice. Very good. (laughs) And this one is from the Daily Mail and it's headlined, Megan McKenna suffers huge cake fail after spending £45 on the most beautiful gluten-free sweet treats. Good stuff. Megan McKenna, um, I, I think she's a reality star. She is, yeah. She was uh, on the only way is Essex. Um, about more, I know, <laughs> I know not. No, me neither. But I'm sure we'll find out. Meghan McKenna was left disappointed on Sunday after spending forty five pounds on cakes that were ruined before she got home. Well, I tell you what, Chris. I know how she feels because this very afternoon, I spent three pounds fifty in little on a fish pie but got home to find that the the film wrapping on the top had already been opened and I didn't want to take a risk with them, so I've just binned it. Oh, no. Yeah, so me and me and Megan, little virtual fist bump from me to Megan because we we, we share the pain. (laughs) The former TOWIE star, 31, treated herself and her fiancé, Oliver Burke, to a trio of mini cakes and wrote on Instagram, can't wait to eat the most beautiful gluten-free cake. Mm -mm. Is Oliver Burke... A celebrity too? Do we know? No, Matt. I thought you. Uh, I thought you'd be familiar with his uh, his work. I believe he's a uh, he's a footballer. Oh, Oliver Burt currently playing for Werder Bremen. He went from Nottingham Forest to RB Leipzig, and um, it was criticised at the time by um, John Hartson. Um, who said he didn't understand why he would move to Germany. Uh, he could only name one team in Germany, which I think is more of a criticism of John Hartson as a highly paid football pundit than perhaps it is of <laughs> Oliver Burke. Well, yes, quite. <laughs> one of the overpriced cakes was baked in the shape of a lion, while the other two were more simple with a strawberry on top. Notice there, Matt, they're already calling them overpriced cakes. Yeah, a bit of editorialising there. Yeah. However, when Megan later opened the box, she was shocked to see the cakes had been squashed on the journey home. A gutted Megan said, 
we've just opened the box of cakes that we bought. These cost £45 and it looks like this. Okay, well, questions here, Chris, because um, she's projecting the blame for this elsewhere, but we don't know in what format she was transporting these cakes. Well, exactly. I mean, she might have jumped on a trampoline for all we know. Yep. It comes after Megan infuriated fans after she admitted to spending £100 on a takeaway curry for two. Oh, right. So we very rapidly moved on from the cake story. Yes. I mean, <laughs> it's suggesting perhaps a pattern of behaviour. <laughs> the former TOWIE star, 31, treated herself and her fiancé Oliver Burke to a cheat day following her recent trip to hospital and showed off her Indian takeaway order to her TikTok followers on Sunday. A cheat day. Matt, are you familiar with this term? Um, I don't know what a, a cheat day was. There was a, a boy at my school uh, who every Wednesday had a treat day when his parents would buy him a treat of his choice. Treat day, yeah. I, I thought it was kind of came from like gym gym culture where, you know, you, you do Wednesday, I don't know, abs, Thursday back, and then Friday you take the day off and uh, eat a lot of cakes. Yeah. But, yeah. Not quite sure how it fits in with her recent trip to hospital, though. <laughs> Which is only vaguely alluded to. Accomplished cook Megan said, it's the one night of the week we're allowed a cheat day. Just ordered an Indian takeaway and this cost £100, so this better be good. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would say of this, I would question as to whether this particular Indian takeaway saw her coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would normally cost £7.80. <laughs> But for you, the former Celebrity Big Brother contestant had ordered a chicken madras and a chicken korma to contrast one another, but lamented that she hadn't received any onion salad. <laughs> what a contrast. <laughs> it really is tickling every taste bud there. Um, and, you know, for 100 quid, I'd say chucking an onion salad. Just this idea of like, as though like you have to do that, you have to contrast them. Right, you've had a you've had a korma, so you need a vindaloo. <laughs> she exclaimed, "What the hell!" But followers seemed more alarmed at the overall cost of the curry to start with. One wrote, hundred pounds for a takeaway." Another said, hundred pounds—that's more than my shopping for the week." How the other half live? A third complained that the total cost of the curry was ridiculous, but did reason that it looked delicious despite the price. Well, could it be that the actual um, the curries came to about £15? The additional £85 was the cost of having it delivered from Essex to Bremen? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, yeah, I mean, you know, it, it goes on a bit and there's some, you know, some pictures of uh, of curries and, and squash cakes. and But I, I think you get the gist, to be honest. <laughs> yes, Um I mean, there's pictures of the, the curry here. I would say that there's an awful lot of MSG in this curry. There's a lot of unnatural colours in this £100 curry. And just to uh, fill you in on any any comments, just in case you uh, you wondered, Sawa Alba, Alba Gubrath um, said, what on earth's in gluten-free cakes to make them that pricey? Gold dust and unicorn poo? <laughs> I mean, unlikely, uh, <laughs> sour, sour Alba Goo Breath. 
And Matt, moving on from uh, Cake Shop Blunders, um, I understand that you're focusing on a, uh, well, a bit of a, a, a British legend now, now sadly uh, no longer with us. Indeed, yes. This is from the Daily Star Online and it's headlined, Bruce Forsyth Sex Confessions, Roleplay, Unstoppable Libido and Scandal. Un- unstoppable. <laughs> it's just, it, it cannot be reined in. I'm looking forward to that being explained. <laughs> uh, the, the subhead is former Strictly Come Dancing host Sir Bruce Forsyth kept millions entertained throughout the years. But as the Daily Star reveals, he kept himself entertained in various ways. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, I'm getting strong Robin Asquith vibes from this uh, yeah. <laughs> already. Sir Bruce Forsyth was a national treasure who tragically passed away at the age of 89 in 2017. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's sad, but I mean, 89, you know, it's a fair old knock, isn't it? I don't know how much of a tragedy that was. Well, yeah. I mean, it was, yes, it was very good innings to be fair to Brucey. Yeah. Especially when you find out what he was up to all that time. (laughs) Known for fronting some of the biggest shows in television, Rusey was the face of the likes of Strictly Come Dancing, The Generation Game, and Play Your Cards Right. He also had several hosting stints for the likes of the Royal Variety Show, keeping millions of Britons entertained with his light humour. But behind the scenes, and behind closed doors, Forsyth was quite the Lafario. He was able to become something of a sex symbol as his career progressed, and he used his libido to try all sorts of interesting things. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you don't know if the person who wrote this knows what the word libido means. <laughs> you? I'm not, yeah, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I can just imagine Brucey there in the bedroom saying, Mike, I'm going to use my libido now to try all sorts of interesting things. Oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. So, as the Daily Star celebrates what would have been his 96th birthday... We look at some of Sir Bruce Forsyth's naughtiest sex confessions. It's Tess Daly's leg that I feel sorry for. <laughs> what a way to celebrate what would have been his 96th birthday. <laughs> Is this a traditional way of marking somebody's 96th birthday? <laughs> oh, Absolutely. It starts off, so there's a little subheading for each section here, and it begins with controversial romances. Mm. When Brucey first hit our screens in the early 1960s at the beginning of the television age, he was seen as quite the charmer. However, behind the scenes, his career was nearly ruined immediately as he was rocked by a controversial romance. In the early days of his career, he would regularly cosy up with a number of beautiful women. One of these, it seems, was with a young girl still within her teens. Within her teens, within That's a very odd way of saying it. <laughs> yes, still a teenager. I probably yeah. would have. I, I probably would have said, but, uh, yeah, within her teens. Newspaper The People claimed that in 1964, when Bruce would have been about 36 years old, I'm sure you could have worked it out really. <laughs> elementary mathematics. <laughs> he was said to have dated 19-year-old beauty contestant Anne Sidney. Anne, who was Miss World that year, had been celebrating her victory when she left the party to go and join Brucey, who was sipping champagne to toast her triumph. The relationship was kept under wraps until the release of his biography, 
Brucey, the biography of Sir Bruce Forsyth, included the raunchy rendezvous. Neither Sydney nor Forsyth publicly commented on the rumoured romance. Well, wow. they really <laughs> they really went, you know, really busted gut coming up with the title of that biography. <laughs> yeah, Brucey, the biography of Sir Forsyth. Yeah. Uh, so he was 36-ish, they reckon. Um, she was 19. Different times, I suppose. Yeah. Different times. Let's let's not let's not start evaluating uh Sir Bruce Forsyth's dalliances through the social mores of today. Yeah, not on what would have been his 96th birthday. <laughs> oh, come on. The next section, Chris, is titled Unstoppable Libido. <laughs> Whilst his career was on the up. Matron. (laughs) Bruce's profile in the public eye continued to skyrocket. As a result, more and more women were throwing themselves at the presenter, and Brucey was not complaining. Sure he was not. In an interview with the people, I mean, this just gets bizarre. Forsyth explained that he matured with his libido. (laughs) What? What does this mean? He pointed out, only when I hit the big time, got the job at the Palladium, became the name, did I gain confidence, not only in myself as a performer, but as a sexual being. That's, you know, to be honest, Matt, that's what I thought when we we got into our sort of, you know, our, you know, the second season of Barely Contained. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so strange. He added, after I was on Sunday night at the London Palladium for six weeks and seeing my name outside the Palladium, my libido grew and I became sexually of age. <laughs> this progressed well into his marriages as he left his first wife, Penny, a total of seven times before they finally called it quits in 1973. Oh, that bad Penny. <laughs> turning up again. How how many times, Chris, do you think, uh, do you think he left her? Higher? Lower? Lower? Higher? <laughs> <laughs> Penny would go on to say that Brucey just could not resist a pretty face, adding that he was a hopeless romantic at heart. He just couldn't stop falling in love, she said. Mm, That's a nice way of putting it. It's certainly one way of putting it, isn't it? (laughs) Ran the old goat, (laughs) she could have said. He has a tremendous amount of sex appeal. I'm not surprised young women were falling for him. Mm. Next (laughs) next subsection is entitled Raunchy Role Plays. Later on in his life, he lifted the lid on how he kept the spice in his marriage to third wife Lady Wanelia. This included a number of kinky roleplay scenarios where they both pretended to be in separate marriages and having an affair. Mm, I I couldn't imagine that being a stretch of acting for him. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I remember sometimes when my wife likes to pretend that she's married to someone else. (laughs) And I'm not there. (laughs) Speaking in a magazine interview before he died in 2017, very important to make clear that he gave this interview before he died. Yeah. No Ouija board was required in, in this uh, in this interview. He explained, if we're in a supermarket on holiday, we'll go into different aisles and I'll pretend to pick her up. The other night I took her out to dinner and the first thing I said was, does your husband know where you are? Come on. Surely the first thing he said to her was nice to see you. To see you. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> what a very strange man he was. 
Will Neela was also a younger woman when Bruce tied the knot with her in 2010. However, she was quick to point out that her beau was always leaving little romantic gestures so she knew she was loved. Mm. He is very thoughtful, she explained. If I've been away, there are always flowers when I return. He always sends me letters and leave little notes. He always remembers birthdays and anniversaries. I mean, that's a low bar, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my un- my uncle always remembers birthdays and anniversaries. <laughs> Would you like Ooh, any uh, comments from this story, Chris? I- I'd like to. You will. You can't have any because <laughs> there aren't any. Maybe, maybe they decided to send them off for this one on Bruce's 96th birthday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's one it's one thing delving into his raunchy role plays, but you don't want to open it up to public conversation. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Finally, Chris, you've got the uh, the last story for this episode of Barely Contained, and I believe this is about a pop star and their driving test. Hey, you're not wrong. This is from the Daily Mirror and uh, headline, Jade Thurwall fans spot error as Little Mix star celebrates passing driving test. Ooh. Yeah. A whole host of Jade Thurwall celebrity friends have sent messages of congratulations as a Little Mix star passed her driving test. Okay. <laughs> Jade Thurwall has passed the driving test. Has she passed the driving test? <laughs> she has, you know. <laughs> But fans have already spotted a mistake. Uh-oh, is it a parallel parking gone astray? Well, maybe she didn't pass a driving test. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's a mistake. In that case, the whole, you know, that's going to bring every, that's going to bring the DVLA down. Absolutely. I, I still can't parallel park to this day. I'm just very fortunate it wasn't the manoeuvre that came up in the, uh, in the mm, test. Yeah. It's always, you know, it's always reversing around a corner as well. That was always my nemesis. Oh, I could do that. It was, the, it was huh? the parallel parking uh, that often saw me parking five blocks away from my uh, house rather than attempt it. <laughs> a little mix singer took to her social media to announce the exciting news to her fans, but some pointed out an error. The star posted a sweet photo on her Instagram page where she stood, stood next to the car she took her test in and held her certificate. Hmm. Alongside the snap, she wrote, Beep, beep, bitches. I just passed my driving test. T.Y. Red and my instructor Cam, our lessons may have ended, but our mutual love for croissants lives on. Just need to find a car now. Tee-hee. I hope she wasn't eating croissants uh, in the car, Chris, because uh, very slippy fingers after eating a croissant, I find. You don't want those ripped at 10 to 2 around your steering wheel. Yeah, exactly. It's another pastry-related injury. Absolutely. It's not even her car. She also posted a series of memes such as Regina George and Mean Girl saying, get in, loser, we're going shopping. But even though Jade had just passed a test minutes before the photo, fans couldn't help but point out her mistake. They just couldn't help it, Matt. (laughs) It's very much like um, Bruce Forsyth with his libido. They just could not help themselves. Must not. <laughs> um, the photo shows Jade is seen next to a car parked on a double yellow line on the side of the road. It's a known rule of driving that you should not stop at any time on a double yellow line unless you display a blue disability badge. Good, good. Factual information there, but the news you can use. The blunder could hold a fixed penalty notice of £70, which could be half price if you pay within 14 days. <laughs> wow. He's... I think that's perhaps going a little bit too much into the uh, the factual part of the story. 
Which particular magistrate's court would she be? Uh, would she be called to? Were, were she not to pay within that time? Yeah, ooh, I don't know. Jade, celebrity a fr- a friend, AJ Adudu, even pointed out the error as, he, as she commented, congratulations, you're already on a double yellow. Other celeb pals also shared their messages of congratulations. Leanne Pinnock said, get it, girl, with a flame emoji. Vicky Patterson added, congratulations, gorgeous girl, as fellow singer Pixie Lot wrote, wahoo, congrats, Jade. I need to do this. Thank you for the inspo. Uh, there's a, a little bit of Super Mario to your wahoo there. <laughs> wahoo! <laughs> Let's go! <laughs> uh, <laughs> the exciting driving test news comes after Dre transformed into a Bratz doll for her birthday celebrations. The impressive look included eye makeup that made her eyes look bigger, pink lipstick, a lot of highlighter and blush. Oh, we've moved on from the double yellow lines then. And also, there's only one person who pointed out the mistake. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, there's not really uh, there's not really much meat on the bone, as <laughs> no. my, uh, no. my dad might say. No. Um, and, you know, we don't know at that point if she'd parked up, because obviously as soon as she passed your uh, your test, the um, your, your um, instructor has to um, drive you home afterwards because you're no longer insured to drive that car. Yeah, so maybe it was their fault. Could be, could be. We don't know. We're flinging these accusations around, um, and I know that the mirror's just taking this at, at, at face value, rather than the, doing the uh, the investigative journalism for which uh, that paper was once known. Yeah, and I don't want to run the risk of uh, upsetting Cam. Um, you know, croissants or no croissants? No, absolutely not. Now, Matt, I'm looking for comments. Can you see any? I don't think I can see any. Oh, I think there's five Ooh, well, comments then. here. I'm clicking on um, anyone who uh, knows the Mirror's website. They'll know this will take anywhere up to six months. Um, <laughs> Renter says a nothing story. Oh, AntGill77 says exactly what I just said. Ant says the people who spotted the car was on double yellow. Obviously don't drive as it will be the instructor that parked there to take the photo as you're not allowed to drive the instructor's car back after passing. Mm, yeah, fair enough. Um, Expendable says when I took my test, the exam started and finished at the test center. How do you know this wasn't the case? Um, Renter says you have to drive the car back to the test center. The instructor takes no part in the test. So a uh, little back and forth there, but uh, yeah, that is, that is correct. Um, you uh, you take the car back to the test centre and then the instructor drives you home. Um, I mean, it's a long time since I passed Chris, but that's what happened then. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But um, you know, let's not uh, let's not downplay this. Well done, Jade. Yes. Do you want to do that Mario style wahoo for again? Wahoo! Lovely, lovely stuff. Um, well, I think that's probably it for uh, this uh, this March 2024 episode of uh, Barely Contained. Uh, be a month until the, the till the next one, which we'll, I'm going to say we'll do in in uh, April. Chris, yeah. Let's not go rogue. Let Let's stick to the uh, the traditional uh, uh, calendar. Um, but in that interim time, Chris, what what, what people do to uh, keep in touch with uh, Barely Contained? Well, to uh, to keep in touch, they should probably go to Facebook, barely contain the podcast, um, interact with us there and catch up with the uh, previous episodes or um, go to X, formerly Twitter, uh, at barely 
underscore pod. Um, and you'll find us there as well. And also, Matt, I believe we're now on uh, YouTube as well. We are indeed. So you can find us wherever you get your um, your podcasts, be that uh, Apple or uh, Spotify or Amazon Music, uh, etc. Um, please do uh, subscribe, leave us a, a nice review. And yes, you can also find every episode uh, on YouTube now where you can leave a comment, uh, you can subscribe to our channel, etc. So please uh, do all that. Um, tell your friends, tell your enemies, let everybody know, scroll our names on walls worldwide. Um, yes. To that, uh, we're not encouraging you to, to actually literally uh, do that. You know, if you choose to do that, then uh, you, you must face the consequences yourself. Um, on, on, <laughs> uh, on that, it's just, uh, it just leaves me to say thank you very much, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I've uh, I've enjoyed myself immensely. Oh, so so much um for all of you out there um have a good month uh keep those libidos in check exactly bye 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 sheila worked hard on the buses taking all the fares the dingalings the drivers cusses up and down the stairs this young chap stood on her platform Thinking what to say She said, how far would you like to go? And he said all the way Whoa, didn't he do well? Didn't he do well? It's not for me to say, of course, but Didn't he do well? <laughs>